Hey friends, welcome back to Chandy's Corner. This week's episode is going to be about me and my struggles with body image and disordered eating, as well as how I've learned to start loving myself and be accepting of my body and how that all makes me feel. Please keep in mind that this is going to be one of the more serious episodes of the season, so because of that, I want to give a really quick trigger warning if topics such as disordered eating, fat shaming, fat phobia, struggles with body image, and racism are triggering to you, please be cautious and stay safe. And on that note, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. It means the most to me, and I really hope you guys enjoy. So hold on to me Never let me close your eyes Only got one eye Just put your trust in me So before I start, I want to give, I guess, like a disclaimer. Um, I don't know if that's the right word, but um, although I have always been probably the biggest person in whatever social situation that I'm in, whether that's at a family gathering or um, at school or, you know, like I've always been um, the biggest one there, even though that's the case, I know that my experiences definitely are not as harsh or as not as brutal as a lot of people that are bigger than me. And I just want to say that this episode is in no way, shape or form attempting to uh, talk over those individuals that have had those experiences that are probably 10, 20 times worse than anything that I've ever gone through. But um, at the same time, I think that if we want change, I think the best way to achieve that is through conversation. And that's why I wanted to talk about, you know, my issues with body image and how the people around it how the people around me contributed to that because I think that while this may be uncomfortable I think that it could help whether that be through people realizing how their words impact others or even if it just means that at least one person relates to what I'm saying and feels better about their situation because they know that they're not alone if that's that's all that comes out from this then I'm happy too you know I just I just wanted to say what's on my mind basically but again I don't want to talk over anyone in you know anyone that's bigger than me or has faced harsher um, experiences than me but yeah I just wanted to say that before I even start with any of this Um, but now that I've said that and that was a really long disclaimer so I apologize I have one more thing to say and that is that um this episode is probably going to be one of the most not I don't want to say unorganized, but very messy um, and awkward. It's just going to be me rambling and it might be all over the place. I have no idea because I haven't, obviously I haven't started recording the bulk of the podcast yet. But um, it's because this topic is so um, personal to me and it's something that has been um, kind of haunting me for all of my life. So this may be all over the place because I haven't ever like said all of this out loud um to anyone before and so it might just be a jumbled mess but uh that's just an apology in advance but now that that's over let's actually get into the bulk of everything so i think that my issues and my struggles with body image really started when i was i think around seven um you know 
as similar to any insecurity. You don't really know, um, you know, for the most part, you don't really know that that's there until someone points it out to you, whether um, that be society, family members, friends, I don't know, until something points that out to you, you're not really aware of that thing and it's not ever an insecurity. So for me, that person was my grandmother. And see, I absolutely adore her. She was the most important person in my life. Um, and I was very hesitant to make this episode in particular because of the fact that I didn't want to paint her or any other family members in a negative light. And see, I never have and never will hold any sort of resentment against her for any of this um any of the things that i'm talking about or to any other family members or friends or anything because you know i feel like the people that i've mentioned have grown from this as people and in regards to my grandmother specifically see um she was raised in india um two generations ago and see Indian culture teaches its girls that their goal in life is to please a man. And when your entire life is catered towards how you can be an asset towards a man and his family, there are specific standards which are sort of drilled into little girls' heads. Like, for example, being able to cook well, um, being willing to pick up after your husband, being willing to clean um, being obedient to your mother-in-law, being obedient to your husband, and these sort of, uh, I guess you could say, qualities uh, were the standard of what it meant to be a proper wife. And getting married, for girls, that was like um, a very huge goal in life, prioritized over everything. I think my grandmother, um, on both sides actually, they were probably married when they were 18 or 19, which is crazy because I'm 18 and... I could never imagine getting married and having to throw away everything for a man. I couldn't ever imagine doing that at this age or at any age, honestly. And see, even worse than all of this is that there are a lot of qualities that can't really be controlled that were assessed um, in order to see like if you were a good wife, like for example, skin color. And see, which by the way, the colorism problem in India is absolutely horrible, but we'll save that rant for another episode. Um, but, you know, and because of this, uh, since weight was one factor that could be controlled arguably better than most things, uh, girls and women were sort of taught that they needed to be super thin and super skinny in order to have uh i guess a higher chance of getting a suitable husband and in order to be in order to fit the standard of what an ideal wife is is like even better you know and so i think that's why my grandmother cared so much and was so invested in making sure i was extremely skinny from a very young age because she in her mind had good intentions and wanted my life as I grew older to be with the least amount of stress and the least amount of hardships as possible and she genuinely felt as if if I was skinny I would face less hardships in life and you know the intention was good but the actions that it caused uh sorry the the effects that the actions caused were not and so my grandmother moved in with me when I was seven, when my brother was born. And immediately she took 
um, she took notice that I was a little bit chubbier than most girls my age. And I wasn't ever, when I was in elementary school, I wasn't ever like overweight or like super big. I was just bigger than average. And so, you know, she would do a lot of things. She restricted my food intake um, and always made these snide comments like, oh, Hannah, you have, you would have the perfect body if your stomach was flatter. Oh, you would have the perfect body if your sides were slimmer. And, you know, I admired her so much. You know, she practically raised me. And because of that, these comments hurt all the more, more than if they were coming from a stranger because she was so important to me. Her opinion of me and how um, how I was, that meant the world to me. And more than that, this sort of, I guess, fixation on my weight, that instilled in me that in order for me to be worth something, I needed to be skinny. It taught me that I wouldn't have a happy life or a fulfilled life if I wasn't skinny like that was my goal that was the ideal and I wasn't the ideal in my mind you know and that mentality that stuck with me throughout a long time and especially throughout all of middle school um you know as I transitioned into middle school that's when I think things started getting more serious especially since other countless other family members started pitching in with their opinions on my body and how I needed to get thinner and there was also a lot of talking behind my back and keep in mind I was just entering into middle school so I would have been well my brother is just now going into middle school and he's turning 11 so I would have been 11 when these comments were being made not even a teenager yet not that being a teenager would excuse body shaming but I was so young and so in sixth grade I reached a tipping point I'm not going to say breaking point because as my life went on uh, other things happened that made everything go uh, a lot worse so I didn't reach a breaking point but I did reach a tipping point and I finally had enough I signed up for a gym membership. I was too young, by the way. You needed to be 13 to have a gym membership, but I was only 11 or 12. And things, oh, hopefully I don't get into legal trouble. I don't think that's, I don't think that's illegal. Hopefully it's not or else I'm going to go to jail. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, I don't think, sorry. Now I just lost, I completely lost my train of thought because I think I'm doing something legal. I don't think that was illegal. I just think that the gym recommended that we be 13 before we start, but I signed up when I was 12. Um, almost turned 13, but I was 12 when I started. But anyways, uh, my parents signed me up for the gym membership and things were going good in my mind. I was the thinnest I had ever been. And that, um, it was fueled by comments from my family and now telling me that I was looked amazing that I was losing weight that I need to you know if I keep it up then I'll be super thin I'll look great you know and and that fueled me into thinking that you know this is good what I'm doing is good when in reality it wasn't I was harming my body more than I should have you know I see it's 
I'm not embarrassed to talk about it. I just, I've never told anyone and it feels odd to talk about this stuff, but um, I was starving myself. And when I mean starving myself, I genuinely mean starving myself. Um, I would go like two days without eating um, and then I would eat a thousand calories. And then um, obviously I would get cranky and be on the verge of passing out. So then I'd binge, like binge eat um, after a day and then I would feel guilty and then I would start the cycle all over again and it sucked me in. And that wasn't all. At the gym, I was forcing myself to burn 100 calories every 10 minutes and I did that for an hour. So 600 calories if that, if those elliptical machines and treadmills are accurate enough. But I was pushing myself to limits that I should have never pushed myself to and all to reach this ideal of being skinny and it it was it was bad it was it was horrible mentally and physically like my hair was falling out i remember that my hair used to be so silky and soft in the beginning of in the end of mid elementary school and the beginning of sixth grade but then it slowly turned brittle and dry and damaged and I remember uh, starting to um, lose color in my face and it was it was just not good like I was genuinely my health was deteriorating both physically and mentally and everyone was too fixated on the fact that finally I'm losing weight that they didn't realize what was happening to me I was miserable and see if you have experiences with starving and binging um, or any sort of disordered eating which by the way I'm hesitant to call it an eating disorder uh, even though it may be, but it's not clinically diagnosed, so I only call it disordered eating. But, um, you know, um, if if you've ever had experiences with starving or binging or anything, which, by the way, I was even, it had gone so far that I would feel so guilty for eating that I would try to make myself throw up, like I would stick a toothbrush down my throat in an attempt to make myself regurgitate and it wouldn't work like I would drink this like weird salt water mixture that I saw in line would make you gag and it wouldn't work and then I'd so I thought the next better alternative would be to starve myself and it was bad but if you've ever done anything like that before and I hope that you have not because that's not an experience that I would wish for anyone but if you have you know that these sort of um diets or these crash diets they go south fast and when it happens when that when when you lose control over your quote-unquote diet it hits you hard not only in seventh grade did i hit puberty which by the way combined with um the fact that i was just I couldn't, my body couldn't take it anymore that I was starving myself and I was binge eating. Um, this made my weight balloon. And to, as a, what is it, what's the same? As a cherry on top, the comments from my family got even worse. I was constantly being told from people that didn't even talk to me more than once a year that I would get bullied in high school if I would keep this up. Um, that I needed to lose weight or else I wouldn't be able to get married, that I wouldn't be able to follow my dreams if I was fat, etc., etc. And it sucked. 
I also just remember feeling so much bigger in middle school specifically because in elementary school the body diff the the body standards were different and when I say that I mean in the fact that a not everyone cared so much about weight so it wasn't like a super huge focal point but also everyone had baby fat everyone was um, of different sizes like there were people bigger than me people smaller than me and so it made me feel less insecure in the fact that you know it was okay and also the fact that I just didn't really realize that I was bigger you know and so in elementary school it was okay but in middle school I was the biggest person probably at my school in that age range you know or at least in my group of friends and the people that I interacted with and that hurts more because you sort of I guess unintentionally and unconsciously compare yourself to everyone else and everyone was skinnier than me was just further backed up this internalized hate that I had of my body because I thought it wasn't skinny enough and the thing is the unfortunate truth is that my friends didn't make it any better either and before I even get into any of these stories I just want to say that I know that the people that I mentioned, which I'm not going to mention their names because of privacy, obviously, but these people have definitely changed from middle school. I mean, I'd expect them to. I'd hope that they have, and they have. But, um, you know, at the time, obviously, I'm not thinking about, oh, they'll change when they get older. At the at the time of these events, they crushed me. I remember once, so I was in, like, what? I think seventh grade. Yeah, I was in seventh grade. So I was in band and um, we got these concert dresses and we were like sized up and everything. And there was a day that we had to come to school and pick up our dresses and we were all bunched up. Like I was, I played flute. And so all the flute, um, they were all girls and we were all bunched up and getting our concert dresses. And I remember one of my friends, she was like one of my best friends, she sees my dress. I wear, it was like a size 16. She had a size 8. And okay, the scale for this was very odd because I'm pretty sure she was like a size 0 when this happened. Like she was very thin, and which is totally a fine. Like I'm not trying to skinny shame her or anything. I'm just saying like she was thinner, a lot thinner. And um, that's not a bad thing. But um, so she, I think she wore like a size 0 normally. And so she had a size 8. So I think the sizes were very weird. Like they didn't follow traditional sizing. So she had a size 8. I had a size 16. And she sees on the tag that I have a size 16. And she goes, wow, that's double my size. And I know she didn't mean to make me feel fat, but it did. And now, if someone were to say that, I wouldn't have a problem because, yes, I probably am double your size, but that's not a problem. But back then, I, I, I hated the idea of being called fat or being thought of as fat. And when she literally basically insinuated that I was double her size, it killed me because that means that I was fat. She was skinny. And if I'm double her size, that 100% means that I'm fat. And I was so... I was so disgusted by the fact of being fat that it, it hurt. It hurt so much. I remember going home that night and crying and looking up exercises online to try to figure out a way to make myself skinnier. Didn't work, but I tried. I tried so hard. Um, I remember another time 
I think this was in the beginning of eighth grade. We were in PE. Well, no, this sort of happened. This sort of happened all throughout the year of eighth grade. But so the thing about me is that um, I never really like to burden people with my problems. And so especially when I was in middle school. And so if I ever made a comment about my weight, it would be rare. Like I'm talking like probably three, four times a year kind of rare. Like I would never never say anything about my weight and I remember every time I made a comment in that PE class about my weight there was this one girl two or three minutes after I make a comment she would always say the same thing she would always talk about how she feels so fat even though she doesn't fit into her size zero jeans and she needs to wear a belt all the time and even though she doesn't fit into a size zero and it's frustrating that she can't find the right fitted pants she still feels so fat and it's like it's frustrating because of the timing of when she said those things it was like she was intentionally using my insecurities to put me down and to make me feel bad about myself and why why someone would do that i don't know i genuinely don't understand why someone would even do something like that but but that's what that's what she did and it hurt it hurt man because it just made me feel huge. If she thinks that size zero is fat, like, what does she think that I am? I'm probably, I was nowhere near as skinny as being as a size zero, you know? And, and now if someone were to tell me something like that, it, it would make me feel insecure, but I, I wouldn't be as upset as I am now. Well, I'll get into that later. But the thing is, is that everyone is allowed to feel insecure about their body. Um, but when I was in middle school, I obviously wasn't thinking about it like that. I was just, it was just making me sad. The only emotion that I had was feeling upset. And especially then when I thought that the ideal was skinny, it was like, why is she complaining? She's literally a size zero. That's as skinny as you can get. Why is she complaining? That was like the mindset then. Obviously now that's not how I feel. I think that everyone is allowed to feel insecure about their body. But, you know, back then that was my mentality and so it hurt even more because like this is a girl that is my ideal talking about how she's fat so then what am i i'm i'm probably triple her size and that just means i'm like i'm, I'm so big and it, i hated it i hated being thought of as fat and i remember i remember another story in middle school that was such a long time ago so i'm i'm like scrambling to figure out to remember things because I remember there was a lot there was a lot of things going on but I'm, I'm, I'm scrambling to remember but this I remember vividly so I was it was like the end of eighth grade so there was this one girl that my friend group like my best friends in eighth grade didn't like and it was because of her like she was very rude and she had a very catty personality and um you know, we didn't like her because of her personality. I don't even remember why we didn't like her. But I'm pretty sure, I, I'm 99.9% .9 sure it was because of her personality because she was pretty rude. And so on Instagram, she posts a picture of um, herself in a bikini. And she is, um, she was probably like around my size, maybe even a little bit thinner. Um, by the way, she looked great in that bikini. Um, but so <laughs> my friend at the time she takes a screenshot of that um instagram post because not all of us had instagram like i didn't have instagram and so she takes a screenshot and she posts it on this group chat like on our group chat and she's like um starts making fun of her 
Um, and I think it was about her face at first. And I look at it and I'm just like, okay, I'll just ignore them. I'll try to ignore them. And then the conversation started shifting towards her body and how fat she was. And I was so shocked. And I wasn't, I was such a coward in middle school that I wouldn't stick up for this girl that I didn't even like. But I would, if it was now, I definitely would have wanted to stick up for her. But um, I wasn't going to stick up for her until, now this I remember vividly. The girl that was the thinnest, I believe, in our friend group, she goes, um, this, so I don't want to, I don't want to reveal names. So she goes, she's so obviously sucking in, but even though she's sucking in, her stomach is three times bigger than mine. And that's when I'm bloated too. Like she said something like that. And I remember my jaw dropped like, oh my goodness my jaw dropped like what is going on and I remembered um you know going back and um defending this girl that I didn't like saying like why are you saying this stuff like it's so unrelated to the reason why you don't like her what does her body have to do with any of this and I remember me and this other friend sticking up for this and not really liking the body shaming and then um, my friends got mad at us and we got into this really weird passive aggressive fight, which was very quickly resolved. But yeah, they were pissed that we were sticking up against body shaming, which says a lot. But I mean, obviously, these people have changed immensely since that point, And I'm still friends with all of them. So I mean, I don't I don't hold this against them or anything, but I'm just trying to remember things that made me feel worse about my body. And that that made me feel horrible because over here they're over here body shaming a girl that was thinner than me. So what do they think about my body? And again, it just further perpetrated the fact that I was fat and I hated. I, I didn't want to have anything to do with being fat, you know, and all of this weight gain, um, I think in early seventh grade, was because of puberty and comments from uh, my family and comments from friends making me feel insecure. But I think well, a little bit later in seventh grade, I suffered an incredible loss. And that, that was my breaking point. Um, my grandmother, the one that I was talking about in the beginning of the episode, she passed away and that crushed me because she meant the absolute world to me. Like she was my best friend. She was, she was like, we were so close. We had an incredible bond. And when she died, it, it hurt. And not only was I eating because eating more like binge eating because I, this was like, something so traumatic to me and I needed I used food as like a coping mechanism not only that but it was like the comments from my friends and family got even worse and at this time instead of starting myself to please them like I did in sixth grade I did the exact opposite I was so tired of having to constantly please them that I just literally just said screw it and ate more intentionally and honestly I just gave up on myself and see I can remember so many things that happened like right after my grandmother died I, I know that a lot of the reason that um 
I was even in a place to eat so much was that my grandmother was the one that was restricting so much of my eating in the first place. And now that she was gone, I had more freedom and to eat what I wanted. And, you know, when you've been kept from something for so long and you finally have access to it, you go crazy. And I went ballistic. I ate everything in sight. And both as a coping mechanism. And, and it was like I felt that I was letting her down. And that just fueled it more. Like that stress and that anxiety from feeling as if I I, I was, I was, I don't know. It's so hard to explain and to put into words. And it sucks because my family, knowing, even though they knew that I was going through such a tough time, they still belittled me for my weight. Like I remember on the day that my grandmother died, we had um, like a prayer at my house because it's customary to, you know, on the day that um, a family member dies, you have a prayer and it's just to pray for them and to honor them and, you know, stuff like that. So it was the day that she died, the exact day that she died, because she had died in the afternoon, like around, I think, two, three o'clock p.m. And this was like night, like six or seven p.m. And so it's just hours after my grandmother has died. Her death is fresh on my mind. I, I can't stop crying. I'm, I'm so broken. And this was like the first major loss that I've ever faced. And so it was it, because it was my grandmother. It was it was killing me. And I remember. So on my other side of my family, because it was the grandmother on my um dad's side of the family that had passed away and so I have a grandmother on my mom's side of the family and she has a cousin that was lived in the same neighborhood as us and so she came because you know me and her I'm sorry not me her and my grandmother were very close and so she came you know to um support us you know like to pray for my grandmother and so the prayer was over we were all eating I was standing I was waiting for everyone to be served um, because, you know, that's usually customary, like, you wait for everyone to be served before you serve yourself, uh, it's just, like, a cultural thing, but, um, I was, I was standing, um, on this countertop, like, leaning back on a countertop, and there was, like, a space between me and my two, and two of my cousins, uh, they're, like, what, seven, eight years older than me, and, uh, and so there was, like, a small gap, like, maybe to fit one person, um, in between us, and so this, this cousin of my grandmother, comes and so she's looking straight at my face and she goes okay so this is in another language so it's hard to translate but so the cousins standing next to me are my dad's sisters um my dad's sisters um my why am i having so much trouble with this okay well they're they have they obviously have a mom okay i it's hard for me <laughs> i'm having such a difficult time putting everything into words i'm it's like a brain for it, but so they have a mom, right? So, I mean, sometimes when you address, like, sometimes when older people address, like, um, younger people, they, like, call them, like, oh, like, so my dad's name is Manoj, and a lot of people are like, oh, Manoj's daughter, and my mom's name is Priya, so they'll be like, oh, Priya's daughter. So, like, they, uh, so a lot of people address you by your parents' name, and so let's pretend that my cousin's parents' name is Sarah. So this, this older um, relative of mine, she looks me straight in the face, and she goes, oh, Anna's children or Anna's daughters you guys are so skinny and fit what is your secret she then then she does like a double so she looks me up and down like you know like rakes down my body she looks at my body she looks down and then back up 
looks Sarah's me right in the face and she she scrunches up her face like she just grimaces and she goes oh not you and then she turns towards my cousins and she says the same thing again so she basically just implied that I was fat it's basically what the whole point of that was but the fact that she compared me to my cousins and called me fat and when compared to them that's what hurt that that's what made it worse and i remember just bursting into tears and going into my room and not interacting with anyone for the rest of the night and people brushed that off as me mourning my grandmother which i was because when she said that it was like i felt like i was letting my grandmother down because the one thing she wanted for me was to be skinny and i wasn't and it it hurt it crushed me and not only that you know see my cousin's it, it's a it's a harsh topic because I know that they've they don't do these things anymore or at least not to my knowledge and I've let this go a long time ago and I don't want to bring things up to make it seem like I'm trying to pit anyone as a bad person because 99% of the people that I mentioned they've changed as people from what I'm talking about you know but I think it's important to mention these instances because they contributed a lot to my own hatred of myself but um see my cousins they would um long story short talk bad about my body all the time like um my grandmother would go to their house sometimes and she would always catch them talking about my body and it was always about my boobs somehow like majority of their conversation was talking about how i um maybe i think i was like what 12 or 13 at this age had bigger boobs than them and they were probably 18 or 19 when these conversations were going on which is strange like i'm not going to be looking at my 12 year old cousins and talking about how their boobs are bigger than mine i don't think i would ever do that it's just weird why are you looking at why are you looking at your cousin's boobs that's so much younger than you like that's just weird first of all but second of all they were body shaming me hard um i remember going shopping with one cousin and she was like psychoanalyzing me like i didn't fit into the kids sizes anymore i fit into an adult small so she was like how does it feel to be fitting into an adult small is this the first time you've ever fit into a small size like my cousins were very very obviously <laughs> trying to make me feel bad about my body and some of it was behind behind my back like they did um, you know, at their house talking about me boobs, but some of this was just like right in front of my face, like the comment at the store when my cousin took me shopping on my birthday. And I remember another time when I was in, this, in the car with my cousins, my aunt and my grandma, and they started talking in pig Latin and I was so confused. And so I went home and I learned pig Latin fluently. And the next time I got into the car, I understood perfectly what they were talking about. And don't worry, I didn't miss the 500 comments about my weight and how big my stomach was. And you can imagine how this affected my own mental health. Why they kept insulting me and my body, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. It hurts more because these are people that are supposed to have your own, that, that are supposed to have your back no matter what. And they, they were tearing me apart for something that shouldn't have deemed my worth but because of things like this i equated my worth to my weight for the longest time and you know i had this absolute like cloud of hatred surrounding me when i would literally wake up 
stare at my body and cry. Like, that would be the first thing I do every day and the last thing I did before I sleep. I cried myself to sleep every night. And, you know, honestly, I'm going to be honest and transparent with you guys. That hatred of my body probably hadn't fully disappeared until like a year ago i mean i still had those days where i wake up and i hate my body and i can't control how i feel about my body but back then it was way worse okay and see you can imagine these comments hurt me and the comments from my family got so worse so much worse and i took it i took it until freshman year you know i mentioned remember that after my grandmother died there wasn't really anyone to keep me in check because my parents were scrambling to you know fix things now that my grandmother was done and like sort things out and take care of my brother who was significantly he's seven years younger than me so there wasn't really a lot of attention on me and then so i had time to eat more and i was i had been um uh, kept away from the foods that I enjoyed for so long that now that I had access to them and nobody watching me it was like I just went out of control and it was it I was out of control but then in freshman year that's when I genuinely just went extreme binging like you know as I mentioned I was tired of pleasing everyone around me so I just said screw it and I ate a lot like way more than I needed and that was intentional like I did it and I was like you know what if you hate me being fat so much fine I'll get fatter that was like the mentality I had and I've always loved exercising and eating clean and I started to eat poorly out of spite alone and these ill feelings they ate me up my parents would scream at me every day to exercise and it would hurt because i used to genuinely love exercising and eating clean and you know even though i was bigger before that wasn't because i wasn't healthy you know i was i've always tried my best to be healthy but i let go of myself and it was it was bad for the next two years i'd say probably until the beginning or maybe even the end of junior year no i think the beginning of junior year until then that i was in a constant cycle and battle within myself from going from periods of where i wanted to lose weight and i would restrict myself heavily and stay in control eat healthy and then i'd give up and eat way more than i needed and stop exercising out of spite and i would cry every day because my parents were screaming at me about my weight and how i'm not healthy and my cholesterol levels were really bad and like i was just genuinely unhealthy and um you know my parents they told they screamed at me because they were concerned about my health because we have a history of diabetes in our family to a history of high cholesterol in my family and I know, you know, the way that they communicate, it wasn't, it made me feel as if they hated my body and they only wanted me to be skinny when in reality, I know now that they were more concerned about my health and more concerned about, they don't want me to die young. But, you know, it it's hard to understand when you're in that place of just self-hate. If you feel like everyone is against you, you are against yourself. You know, I was working in reverse. I was intentionally hurting myself and making myself suffer and I don't know why you know it was just I think everything just got to me and I just had enough and I had the worst body image self-esteem all of that of my entire life 
and my friends as they did in middle school now new friends in high school they didn't make it any better um there are honestly a lot of instances um I had friends that you know I it takes a lot of courage for me personally to open up about my body because everyone is so quick to jump and say no you're not always it's like a very invalidating feeling and I I, I feel like a hypocrite because I've done that a lot I've done that a lot and I know now not not to do that because just because you tell someone oh if someone is is feeling that insecure like they're like oh I feel fat and you just go oh no you're not what's that doing that's not doing anything you're just invalidating their feelings and um I know now not to do that and I used to do that too so I feel like a hypocrite for complaining about it but the thing is is that (sighs) the people that were skinnier than me they knew that I was insecure about my body and still they would complain and call themselves fat. Even though it's obvious, like it doesn't take rocket science to understand the fact that I'm bigger than you. It doesn't take rocket science. And I feel like that's insensitive to go up to someone who is very obviously insecure about their body and complain about it. You, there are other people you can talk to. There are other people that can rant to. But at the same time, everyone's struggles with their body are valid and I'm never going to turn someone away from venting to me just because I'm insecure in my body as well so I just silently took it you know and I don't I don't hate any of my friends for doing this and I I, if I had to do it again I wouldn't stop them from venting to me but I I wish that I wish that you would just I wish that people would just sort of evaluate how their words can affect people before they do something because there were a lot of friends that were maybe their size or maybe aren't insecure maybe bigger but not insecure about their body maybe those people you can rant to that are open to you know giving you advice or just being an ear for you to rant to like there are people like that and where it won't hurt their self-esteem to rant to you know what i mean but um those things really hurt me because it made me feel worse like if you think you're fat and i'm like double your size then what does that make me it's like lowering the standard of fat and you know even then i was still in that mindset of fat is a bad thing so i hated it and then there was there was this fight that i had or sorry not me i didn't get into a fight um so two of my best friends got into a fight and one was like very thin and the other was not fat just average size and so this thinner friend is more on the sensitive side uh which is totally fine i'm not saying that that's a bad thing um but you know a comment that the other friend made got to her and um it was about i don't remember what it was about but i remember her going like well xyz isn't perfect she's big like she's fat she's overweight she needs to fix it and i remember just like going oh my god girl what are you just fat shaming one of your best friends you know better than that i remember like trying to calm my friend down like come on that's not a flaw that she needs to fix because she's perfect the way that she is like she doesn't need to fix that i don't know what you're saying i remember getting mad on my friend's behalf to this other friend that was fat shaming her like and and the thing is is that like comments like that maybe they don't affect you in the moment but then i went home and i was like wait she just called that friend fat if that friend is fat, what does that make me? You know, and it's like you're so, I think, in the Indian culture, you're very, there's this, like, huge fear of judgment. And so I think that also contributed to my own negative body image because I was scared of people judging me and 
and them viewing me as someone who is bigger you know what i mean so things like that really affected my self-worth i remember another thing it's a huge thing by the way and i think i kind of touched on it before but i had a really i had someone that i was really really good friends with my junior that i'm not friends with anymore um they're probably not even gonna listen to us but we fell off like hard and see he um he uh, he was like one of my best friends and i felt very comfortable oh sorry i just hit my mic hopefully that didn't make a weird sound but um he was someone that i was very comfortable in venting to and he was like really close with me so i would often talk about how um i felt so fat around everyone and things like that and i know this wasn't their intention but every time they would just say like no you have a great body you're not fat you're not ugly you're not this you're not that like as if telling me that i'm not something is going to change my mindset and they would get as time went on they would get visibly frustrated from the fact that their positive comments about my body isn't into changing my internal view of myself as if like that was somehow supposed to be like a magical fix they were so angry about it and i was like come on like it, it's so it's so frustrating you know things like that they it didn't help you know and that kind of reminds me i saw this tiktok that sort of inspired this whole podcast um episode but it was like this girl oh sorry i don't want to misgender them this person on tiktok saying like um just a reminder i'm fat not ugly and so um i'm not gonna well, they didn't say it like that but it was like this audio I, i'm sort of like not really on tiktok so i don't know how to explain what this was but i saw it um and it made me think because i remember so many times venting to people about being bigger and they would say well no you're so pretty as if being fat equated to being pretty you know what i mean and it's like being fat is not a bad thing being fat is not an insult it's not it's not something it doesn't make me well it used to make me feel ugly but i think that it shows how internalized our fat phobia is like our fear of being fat is as a society as a whole when we equate being fat to being ugly and we do it unconsciously when someone says i'm fat the immediate thought is to go no you're so pretty you look great as if being fat means that you look bad and I get that it's meant to be a reassuring thing, but it's not. Because there's just furthering the stigma. Not the stigma, it's just furthering the the bad connotation of the word fat when it's not. When it's literally just a description. You know what I mean? And if I have to think about all of this and compare it to how I view my body now, I think the biggest thing that changed is mindset. Um... I finally came to a realization that my body is fluctuating. And that sounds odd, but my body isn't always going to stay the same. My body will most likely change as I get older. It's changing now. It's ironic because at the more that I love my body, the more weight that I'm losing. And so it's strange because I don't even want to lose weight or I'm not trying to lose weight. 
um, but I am, so it's odd. But um, anyways, back to the point is that, you know, if I don't love myself at my biggest, I won't love myself if I get smaller or even if I get bigger. You know, I, I've always told myself that, okay, you'll love yourself when you get thin, when you get thin. But why do I need a condition to love the body that has been supporting me, has been, excuse me, has been sustaining me all my life, that has done so much for me? And this is like a religious thing. But like, you know, you're always taught that, oh, your body is like a temple of God. You know, that's something that they teach in Christianity. But I think your body is a sacred thing. And you need to treat it well because it's been sustaining you for all of your life. It's been keeping you safe and healthy for all of your life. And at the end of the day, everyone is fat because you need fat to live. If you don't have fat on you, um, then you're dead because you need fat to live. And so it was it was a really big mindset change for me. I I think I took more conscious... I don't know if the word is control, but I... I was more aware of the comments I was making towards myself. Like if I looked in the mirror uh, before, my first thought would to be would be to criticize my body in my mind. Like, oh, you look so fat. Why do you look so bad? And I, I caught that when I was more aware within myself or like of what I was saying. Um, I like, I don't know if this makes sense, but I just tried to change how I viewed my body from within. I would catch myself making these comments in my mind and I would tell myself, no, it's okay. You look good. Not telling myself that I look skinny or that I don't look fat because that wasn't the problem. I I was trying to rewire my brain and my internal thought process to show that being fat is okay. My body is okay. You know, like my body is perfect the way that it is and the perfect that the way that it will become. And instead of telling myself that I was skinny, I told myself that I looked good. I looked, I was happy. I was healthy. And that was um, the most important thing, you know? And that is what changed the most. And now, even though there are days that I wake up and I hate my body and I can't help but go into tears it's 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 getting better it's getting to a point where you know i i genuinely love well i don't want to use the word love yet because again it's a struggle but i genuinely accept my body and i feel good i feel good every day and i've noticed such a huge change because before i was so fixated on how i looked um like how this shirt was too tight on me how my legs my thighs were too fat um you know my stomach is sticking out i was too focused on these kind of things to where i wasn't making good memories i wasn't enjoying my life like i should you know i i was so fixated on these things that didn't matter that i wasn't living my best life and now now when my focus isn't about how how much my stomach is sticking out or how that how fat my thighs look when i'm not fixated on that and when i a when i am you know my mind steers towards these things i don't feel bad about it because of that i am happier i'm so much happier i'm not as miserable as i was before i actually love going out and hanging out with my friends because before i would hate how clothes looked on me and 
I would always wear baggy clothes and, and you know, baggy clothes are super comfortable. So I still wear that now, but now I'm not afraid to wear tight clothing. I'm not afraid to explore fashion choices. And you know, it, it's good. It's really, it's really amazing for me. And I'm, I'm so happy for myself. You know, you are your biggest cheerleader. You are the one that will care the most about yourself. And I think that self-love is a journey that you should take for yourself and it's not i can sit here and tell you that you look beautiful that you look handsome or that you look good and that you look healthy and it wouldn't change a single thing because that has to be something you do for yourself that has to be a decision that you make for yourself that you want to that you want to accept yourself and i can't tell you what to do either because it looks different for everyone else i mean sorry it looks different for everyone it my journey won't be the same as yours and comparison sucks if you compare yourself and your self-love journey or any kind of journey honestly to someone else's you'll always feel like you're failing when in reality it's different for everyone and if anything i hope that this this podcast episode kind of makes you feel inclined to take a journey for yourself and to sort of I don't know I don't want to say to love yourself because it's not like as black and white as that it's not like a switch you can turn on but I I hope that it can at least inspire you to want to have more body positivity and to love yourself more or want to take that next step of figuring out the root of the issue as to why you're in such um, hate with yourself and trying to better yourself, you know? And because at the end of the day, all that matters is that you're healthy and happy. You know, that's those are the criteria that should be prioritized before anything else that that doesn't really matter because, you know, I hate to be this morbid, but when you die, are people going to remember you for your weight or your looks? Or are they going to remember you for how you impacted them? how you lived your life and the example that you set you know and i want to be remembered for my character i don't really care about my weight and that 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 mentality has taken me a long time to get to but i know that everyone it is possible for anyone and everyone to get to a point where they're fully accepted their body and they love themselves and i i wish that for anyone and everyone that is watching not watching why do i keep saying that that is listening to this podcast today and with that i am going to ending this episode i think that it's been dragging on for far enough and yeah thank you so much for listening all the way through it means the absolute world to me that you've stuck around this long and um, please don't forget to follow me on my socials at chandy's corner on twitter and at chandy's corner pod on instagram again thank you so much and i hope that you have an amazing rest of your day or night bye